and welcome to What Happens in This House Stays in This House, Strength of a Silence podcast. I am your host, Tammy Montgomery Dozier. I know I haven't been around for a couple of months, had a lot going on, had some health things going on. I am just so happy to be back in your presence. I miss this energy. I miss talking to you guys. I miss the feedback. But this time today, I'm just coming to introduce you to a podcast that I did when I was on somebody else's platform. And I was on the Spot Actors Academy, Authors Academy platform, where I talked about an insertion that I did on a book. It was a collaboration called Live Your Best Life. And the name of the portion that I had in the book was called The White Room. And basically, it deals with mental illness and it deals with the things that we have gone through. I'm telling you, it's so many twists and turns. You must read it. Get the book. You can buy it at a spa or you can contact me on my website at www.connectedbyloveconsulting.net. My number is 773-251-5537. If you want to get a copy of this book, you definitely uh, don't want to miss it. There are a lot of good authors that we have within the Illinois area. And you, you want, it's about 10 authors. So you don't want to miss it. I will be back to you with all new product of my own beginning in January. We're going to talk to power couples. We're going to talk about, you know, Tax time is coming up and we're going to talk about finances, but we're going to do it a little bit different. We're going to do it from the aspect of what is your relationship with money? Not telling you it's going to be about making more money, but it's about sometimes we have this thing where our relationship with money is not so good. It has more to do with us than how we spend because we can spend a lot. And I know for myself in my past where I have just spent, 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 and it had more to do with how I felt about myself on the inside. So what I felt about myself on the inside, I did on the outside. So I spent money. I got in bad relationships and all these different things. So I want to come to you where we can heal from the inside out. But however, please enjoy the spot that I did on the Spa Authors Academy podcast where I talked about my portion of Live Your Best Life. And it's called The White Room. Stay tuned, people. Thank you. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Michael B. Wilkins, Sr. I'm the uh, CEO and founder of Spa USA, Spa Theater and Performing Arts Center. It's absolutely a pleasure for me to have an opportunity to host this particular author's podcast. And for those of you who are not familiar with, of course, Spa Authors Podcast is once a month, and we have various authors from around the country talk about some wonderful things as it pertains to their particular book, uh, other projects that they're working on, upcoming projects, and things like that. And of course, I have one of the best of the best. So today is a great pleasure for me to have an opportunity to interview this phenomenal young lady by the name of Tammy Montgomery Dozier. How are you doing today, Tam? I am doing great. Great. Thank you so much. Fantastic. As always, it's a pleasure having an opportunity for us to get together and share some stuff with the public and other folks. We kind of do things just kind of raw, uh, uh, so to speak, because we just tell it like it is and stuff like that. But by way of introduction, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit something about you, your background, who you are? Who am I? I'm still trying to figure that out. I'm learning every day. But anyway, <laughs> right at this present moment, who I can say is that uh, I am a wife. I am a sister. 
uh, daughter, uh, spa member, all these different things. I am very appreciative of being a part of this organization by way of spa. I am an author, a playwright, a certified master speaker, as well as life coach. I've done so many things. I've even gotten to write a government program. Had no clue it was going that far. And I am so grateful. And the only thing I want to say, and I might have to wrap it up in the end, is that when there's something on your heart to do, even if you don't know where it's going to take you, just do it because you never know where it can lead you. That's absolutely correct. And we are <laughs> going to talk about some of those things before we get off this program. And they'll be waving for us to quit. But uh, when we get together, right. we generally tend to go. So, but one of the things that this specific uh, author's podcast is dedicated to is a new collaboration. Every year, Spa does an annual collaboration with some of the best authors from around the country. And this year's is called Live Your Best Life. Yes. And I am so excited about this project uh the number of authors we have i believe it's like a dozen of us but it's some very interesting stories some very uh great contributions and i'm really really proud of this particular project and you happen to be one of those authors so can you start by telling me first uh what was your contribution what was the name of the contribution that you made to this particular book so the name is called The White Room, The Life and, and Journey of Matilda and Jefferson. It started out, I was going to write this huge book. And then I ended up like, oh, I'm just going to put something down on paper. And I'm very proud of it because I'm new to writing since coming to spa. When I first started, I did fairly okay. And as I go along and I get, because spa does a, you know, a writer's workshop every year. And the, right. every year I learn something different. So I'm grateful that my writing has become even better uh, this time around and I'm getting more creative. But The White Room is based on fiction and fact. So I fiction have some fiction. And fact. Right. Oh, I have some. trying to make a movie already. Right. About, oh, yeah. <laughs> so some of the characters. <laughs> right. So some of the characters are fiction, but also some of the events are fact. And then the ending, you would never guess it. So. I'm very proud of it. So now, obviously, we want everyone to know the book is finally here, is out, Live Your Best Life. And this is a collaboration of some of the best authors submitting some of their best stories to encourage people to live their best life now. So that's really good. So are you going to be able to tell us a little bit about what's going on here? You're going to be like, no, nah, go buy the book. No, I mean, it's based on a young lady. Let me just say this. It's based on a young lady who has a journey from the age of 12 to 87. And it talks about her life and all the things that she went through. And one of the things that I am an advocate for, and that is mental health. And it deals with a lot of that. And I am a firm believer that a lot of things that we've gone through in our life relates back to slavery. I know people get tired of hearing that, but I do believe that mental illness... <laughs> does derives from that and we just go it just goes from generation to generation and that's what i wanted to bring out there's some things that our people never dealt with in the past still is creeping up to us and right now so that's basically what it's about now that's a very important point and clearly you're not going to give me a lot of details going to make everybody read this book which i understand yes. but i think that what what you're 
talking about is absolutely correct. Uh, and many times because you're one of the ones that also came up with a program. And I believe uh, one of the uh, theater productions, what happens in this house stays in this house. And I think systematically, that's what that stems from all of the years, especially as African-Americans. That's what we're taught. Oh, we don't talk. Oh, we don't go to see a therapist. And most of the people who were saying that needed a therapist. So a lot of this stuff, what you're saying, what I'm hearing, is that this is some of the stuff that stems far back from our generation all the way back to uh, slavery with some of the mentalities that was going on at that particular times that's causing some of these issues that still exist today? Yeah, of course. I mean, just think about it. We got taken away from our families. So you didn't know who your yeah. family was. You know, you people were raped as well as men and women. So you have all of these things stemming down from generation. There were no therapists back then. That is very true. And while you skim over it, and I'm not going to let you skim over it because that's very true. One of the things that you talked about, most people know about the atrocities that were committed with these folks raping the women and stuff like that. But most folks don't talk about the fact that very often they would rape the men too to, yes. to take away their masculine stuff to show them and degrade them and stuff like that. But that was going on as well. I promise you that had to have some type of mental effect on not only those who were directly affected, but think about their loved ones and the other folks that were watching. So that's a very interesting point that you brought up. So it's just me, you know, because, you know, I'm on medication, but uh, you're talking about this stuff from slavery. But all I hear is the white room. And uh, that gives me so many different images. You got to give me a little bit more to help me in terms of what the hell are we talking about in the white room? What's going on? talking about some things that happen in that can happen in a white room it's more or less like a metaphor the white room so but you really do have to read it to totally honest because i can't give it away it's an is my mind where i went with it because i do believe that some of us in our minds we're stuck in these four corners we, we we're stuck in these four walls and we haven't relieved ourselves from that and i think that's what stems a lot from a lot of things that are going on within our community and i do believe like we came from Africa. We were kings and queens and doctors and lawyers. Right. And you took that part away from us. And then the, all of a sudden now we have been given these roles as being maids and doing all of these other things. So especially the men. We talked about the men being raped and different things like that. Think about that. You are a man, man living in Africa, taking care of your family, doing all these great things. So we came from king and queens, period. From the beginning to Absolutely. after, you know, to come over here to then they bring us down and oppress us. Right. And so and, that's and, what. And no, yeah. And it's not like come over here like we signed up for a vacation package. Right. Here. Which they're that trying right? to change that to. We're the only culture of folks that were forced from their lands over here to provide yes. free labor for the country that still to this day doesn't always respect you because of the color of your skin. Yeah, don't give you just, just do as if you didn't do anything to contribute. Like what you did, raise their kids. <laughs> like right, as if they right. meant nothing. That is a very true story when I do so much research on that and find out that oftentimes you'll find that uh, nursing mothers weren't allowed to nurse their children. They had to nurse the master's children yes. and stuff instead. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I think... Uh, 
I'm just going to encourage everyone to. So now if they wanted to reach out to you to get a copy of this book from you to support this, how do they do that? What do we do? Since you ain't going to tell us uh, what I want to know. I can't because you have to read it for real. It's, it's one okay. of those. I'm on uh, Facebook, Tammy Montgomery Dozier, as well as I have my own website, www.connectedbyloveconsulting.net. I can be reached that way in uh, phone number 773-251-5537. Okay, clearly you live in Chicago by way of the South or something, but you run through all that again, you're going to have to get that information again. So me could write it down or do whatever to make sure we have it. So give me the contact information again. www.connectedbyloveconsulting.net. My uh, phone number is 773-251-5537. Okay, great. So that way they can reach out to you. How much is this book? It is $19.95. Because you have so many fabulous authors in there. You know, my story is not the only one. There are some great stories in there. As I read through them, I'm like, wow. It's amazing. Absolutely. um, Mindsets and what they can come up with. And this is one of the things that I think I'm most proud of. The fact is that we make sure that there's a mixture of uh, contributing authors. So we have some people, this is their first time becoming an author. And we have some people who have been doing this for quite some time, uh, like yourself, that's getting better and better every single time. So that's one of the things that I really enjoy about this. So I want to encourage you guys to reach out to Miss Tammy, of course, to uh, purchase a copy of this book, Live Your Best Life. Uh, And certainly then, of course, on the spot website. It's also available but for purpose of this podcast. We want to make sure that we reach out to Tammy because there's a lot of other things. And, and since she's giving me the blues about giving me all the goodies on the white room. so uh, Wait a minute. I can't say this. If you like history, if you like Harlem Renaissance area, you know, the Harlem era, when we yes. were wearing those zoot suits and you had Malcolm X and Adam Clayton Powell, all of that stuff is in there from slavery <laughs> at the beginning and all of that stuff. And then we come up to 2020. So I can tell you, it mm. is a life and journey. Well, well the One two, things, uh, two things I stick out with me is, well, first of all, what do you mean used to wear those zoot suits and stuff? I got those now. So I don't know oh, what yeah, you're trying yeah. to say. I don't know what you're trying to say about <laughs> me, but you know they say those styles, they come and go, and it just happened to be right. coming again. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, and the other thing is, I think that's really good if you'll take it through those particular periods and stuff of history, but one of the things that you said, if they like history, but I don't agree with that. I think regardless if you like history or not, this is an important part of history that you ought to know. Just like I always tell folks that uh, Black history ain't just for Black folk. You know, so it's very important for you to have an opportunity to understand that our history is inextricably tied to American history. And it's very necessary that not only black folks, white folks, red folks, yellow folks, all folks should become familiar with these uh, type of uh, history and things like this. So I'm very proud of that contribution and all the other stuff you've done, which I want to go ahead and talk a little bit about at this particular time, because in terms of this particular collaboration, you've done other collaborations. Is that correct? Yes, I have. I've been in, I believe, all of the collaborations except for Mashari, which was a poetry book. Uh, I think, I can't even think of the other, A Seed seed of Truth uh, was one of the books. And I don't remember, I know there was another one. 
Yeah. Absolutely. So, but yeah, so <laughs> it's just showing that you've been doing this for a while, but not only the collaborations, you actually have projects that you've completed yourself, uh, books. So yes. uh, what are those while, while we're on it? Tell me about those. So the uh, first book, I, my very first book that I was pressured into <laughs> writing <laughs> was... <laughs> <laughs> My plan in life was never to be an author. It was called From Fast to Freedom, A False Allegiance to Destructive Stuff. And I talked about my life. And it's like a self-help book if there's some things in your life that I've had. I went through my moment of fads. I probably still have still have some of them left where I just wanted to shop and eat and do different things, not realizing that those things had to do with me. And I was going through fast because of things I was going to. And I, I took whatever was going on externally well, internally, and I used it externally. So when you do all those things, bad relationships, shopping, different things, they have effect. And that's what it talks about. And I gave a little bit of my history. Uh, then the next one was called From Fast to Freedom. And again, and I'm sorry, the next one is called Addicted to Pain. And again, that was another pressure book. So more lies. <laughs> but thanks to you, I was able to tell my truth in this one. And it was more in your face truth. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, when I was talking to you about it, like, if you're not prepared to tell your truth, then don't write about it That's because right. it's going to bother you when it comes out. That's and right. when it came out, I was nervous because I hadn't talked to anybody in my family about what had happened to me in my past, dealing with abuse and sexual abuse and different things like that. So I am grateful again for this organization for allowing me to share my truth. It was a long time coming. Yes, I agree. But I think that is so important. And I just want to share for those who are listening, because many times when we're involved in situations such as this, we think, oh, it's only happening to me. I'm the only one. And we think we're out there by ourselves. And uh, I recall us having conversations. She's like, oh, what my parents are going to say and stuff like this. And I was like, well. That's why you have to be sure you want to do this. But one of the things that I want to bring up is that many of the things that you were worried about never happened. Never. Everything was in my mind. See, and I just want to bring that up simply because I know some people that are out there that are thinking the same thing. Whoa. Oh, that's why I encourage them to get your book, to read your book, because I know I shared your book with several people and they were like, wow. And that encouraged them to be able to share their truths and and do stuff because they understood you're not alone out there. Uh, And some people are still suffering silently instead of not only being able to reach out to like-minded people, but also for people like yourself who've dedicated their lives to helping people through mental illness issues. So I can't tell you how proud I am of you, despite the lies you tell about being forced to do these books. The truth is that I think not only was this a healing process for you, but the number of other people that it could help is still unknown. And so that's why I'm so grateful for you having the courage and the unselfishness because, you know, you have to be unselfish because it's easy to say, well, it's just my story. I'll keep it to myself. And I know a lot of older people who do that and like, well, some things we just ain't going to talk about. And that's where you get that mentality. What happens in this house stays in this house. 
But that's why I really commend you for not only, and I don't think it's just bravery. I just think it's coming to the level of awareness that you've reached to be able to share your story with other people, primarily to help other people. And that's what many people have to understand. So that's a wonderful thing. I'm glad you uh, did those particular books. I'm glad I was able to help encourage you. That's uh, what that's called. Do. Oh, okay. <laughs> To, to do I what you were put on this earth to do. So thank you very much for allowing me to uh, encourage you. That's <laughs> all. I, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> so, but with all of those things, uh, and uh, we might have to have this edited because I don't want people to ever think that I say nice things about you. No, you so, don't. Thank you. I feel so much better. <laughs> but one of the things that I have to admit is that with you being so involved in the organization, and most people are aware of the fact that we have the SPA USA side, which is for the speakers, the authors, business owners, and stuff like that. And then we have SPA Theater and Performing Arts Center. And of course, recently we have the uh, Smart Theater, which is the SPA Mississippi Redemption Theater. And you're not a part of some of it. You're part of all of it. Yes. And that's just absolutely phenomenal because of the so many things that you're involved in. You're the national uh, vice president of the SPA USA International Organization. And um, as far as the SPA theater side, uh, while Jay Collins is the uh, director of that, he can't direct very much without you uh, because you're intimately involved in every aspect from writing to helping the production get done. You create the flyers. You do so much that people don't, I don't even think, understand. Even with these podcasts, I have to admit that it was your idea that we uh, start these particular podcasts to help promote other authors, other speakers, and things like that. And that type of unselfishness is what I admire about you most. While a lot of people want to do the little five minutes of fame, most people don't want to do the work involved in that. Yeah, sure. I remember when I was uh, traveling with Zig Ziglar and even Les Brown, uh, that was one of the things that they used to emphasize the fact that, yeah, we get up and do a 30 minute or 45 minute speech, but it took us months to prepare for that. 30, 45 minute speech. And a lot of folks just don't understand that in some of your experiences, your personal experiences, your professional experiences are the reason that you are who you are today. Definitely. So uh, I'm really proud of you for all the things that you contribute to both of or all of the organizations that we're a part of. And I know there's some stuff that we're uh, coming up, we're doing. And so we have a youth program that we're currently involved in. Can you talk about that right now? Sure. So, you know, we've inspired, we've always had other programs. We've always helped the kids, all those different things. And so one day our fearless leader decided that, you know what, we're going to write a youth book, a children's book. And we all got together and he said, you write about this, you write about that. And we wrote about it, not knowing where it was going to go, what was going to be done with it. Then last year, which was uh, 2020, I got laid off due to COVID. So I said, I want to write a children's book, but I want to talk about mental health. And I ended up writing a book called The Spy Kids and it ended up being connected by love. And the beautiful thing about this is that we came together, wrote two programs, and then we received a government grant to be able to talk to our youth about sexual abstinence. And it is a beautiful thing. And we run this program 
every month, uh, twice a month. So the first program is called Connected by Love, and it's from ages 10 to 12 years old. Uh, that deals with mental health. And then the second one we have is 13 and 19. And we talk about choices and consequences. And we talk about everything. We've gotten rave reviews. It is so good that kids, they don't even have to come back for the next one. But they come back and just sit in and join us. Because that is how much kids hunger to just want to be a part of something that they can understand and people can listen to them without judgment. So those are the and I think that's phenomenal. One of the things that I wanted to bring up that the book that you decided that, hey, I want to write a children's book. And you just said about mental illness. And then I just thought about that. You said it was a mental illness and you spot kids and you had me and some other of our folks around. Yeah. I don't know what you was trying to say about us uh, mental illness, but uh, anyway, I think but it deals the- with you know stuff that kids go through in school, like being bullied. And if not, that I'm not saying okay. kids, kids are you know, whatever, okay. but it just you know, deals with being bullied and self-esteem. Oh, good. I just know what you're saying that I have a problem. That's all I'm saying, even though everybody uh, know I do. In order to be a part of SPA, that is part of <laughs> the way you get initiated. <laughs> It has to be able to work with no sleep. Now that's true. <laughs> but one of the things that I don't want her just to skim over it because it's very true. She just decided, hey, I want to do this children's book. And think about this. You're under the pressure of like, hey, what do I do? I've been laid off about bringing income into the home. And you have the mind to say, oh, I'm going to write a children's book. That totally stems from the fact that even in the midst of whatever you're going through, you still had a compassion to do something else for someone else. And that's who Tammy is to me. She is always trying to do things to help other folks. And so that's one of the things that I really admire about you so much. And then writing this particular book, and we had no idea that it would be turned into one of the programs that we created for Connected by Love. And so I'm really proud about that. And of course, you know, when the iron's hot, you got to keep striking. And that's exactly what you're doing. Because recently, we just developed another program. Look, can you tell me a little bit about it? Sure. It's called Bosspreneur. It's uh, about like getting kids, as boss plus entrepreneur, getting kids prepared. Because, you know, but when I was growing up, they always told me, just go to college and get a good job. Exactly. We don't teach kids about becoming entrepreneurs and working for themselves. So whether they do it or not, we just want to put that in their head that there's more to whatever that you may be thinking. Because you growing up, I didn't have that option. I was always talking to like a nurse or something, a new firefighter. You know, those are the things that you're told, but you don't think about the options. Absolutely. And I think that's really important to teach kids entrepreneurial skills that they can start using right away. You know, and although, you know, sometimes you might have to worry about Karen calling the popo when you're doing your lemonade stand. (laughs) We've got ways to help you through that. So uh, I think it's a wonderful program that we put together just saying that you have options because everybody is not going to grow up and be accountants or lawyers. That's true or all of these other wonderful professions and whatever your profession is. And nowadays it's really difficult just getting folks work. But I think having the opportunity to instill in our children's minds that they have an opportunity to be 
business owners. Yes. I think that just puts them to a whole new level. So I was really glad that we decided to put together that particular program. And uh, of course, all of this stuff will be available on our website. Uh, we're currently updating the information right now to include a CSI camp that we do. And Tammy has been involved in that. And this is- I love, I love doing that. Yeah. <laughs> This is just one of those things because she didn't have to do. She volunteered, said, hey, I kind of like to check that out to just see how I go. I had no idea she might be interested in that. And she kind of fell in love with those kids. And some of the things that we learned from those <laughs> because some of them are absolutely amazing. Where the police creates crime scenes, we allow them to investigate, interrogate, uh, take folks to court, and we do all these particular things. But I remember this one particular class we had, and this one uh, young lady, I don't think she was, what, 10, 11 years old? Yeah, about 10, 11. Yeah, and we have the police come in to talk to the kids and stuff like that as well. And she was asking the police, uh, yeah, uh, what about what y'all did to George Floyd and all that? <laughs> The police standing up there looking. I'm scrunching in my seat like, okay, right. answer the question. He was <laughs> so, like, yeah. how do you feel about police brutality? <laughs> yeah. And, and she wouldn't let them off the hook. She, she kept not. on going on them. Yeah. And I was, I was so amazed at it, but I'm just saying that it's a wonderful opportunity for our kids to do more. When you look at all the nonsense that's going on out in the streets, I believe a great deal of it has to do with is the children's directions, parenting stuff. You know, it is what it is. But I think if our kids had some direction, the younger, the better, that that would help them to uh, be able to avoid some of those things. And that's what a lot of our programs talk about. We also have a film camp that we do and we're developing a trifold empowerment uh, program as well. So I just wanted to say that we're doing an awful lot of things uh, and you being involved in all those things is what I'm really excited about because I think that uh, you have to make a decision and you can sit by and watch folks or you can get involved and do stuff. Uh, I do encourage you to get more sleep, uh, but I know about the not only the time and effort that you put in, but the quality of work. You actually do a lot of our training videos. We've got other podcasts that we're developing right now. This is our author's podcast. We have a speaker's podcast coming up. Uh, did you want to share a little bit about that? Uh, and, well, and you know they're waving the flag. We're getting close to time. I told you, me and you always do this. Go ahead. This is our privilege. <laughs> speaker's <laughs> so podcast. So we're going to talk to people that have, you know, they do speaking engagements, give us some tidbits about what they're doing and talk about how they got started and just share their journey with us. All right. And we have another annual event called BAM, Black Authors Matters. You want to tell us a little bit about it? Yes. So Black Authors Matter is an act, and we had so much great feedback last year. Uh, we did it on Facebook Live and it's just Black authors from around the world again and they just talk about their books and you can purchase it from them online we have raffles it is a beautiful time to get together with other people like-minded people who are authors or thinking about becoming authors absolutely and the last thing but never the least thing is something else that you came up with again to help promote other folks now we're going to be putting together a spa online book club give me something brief about it Actually, that was our executive director. That was his idea, Jay Collins. He wanted okay, to. Yeah, so he was All the right. one that came up with that. 
to uh, facilitate an online book club once a month and every author get together. We buy each other books and we come and talk about the books. That way you can get some type of support because once you write the book, marketing and getting it out there is about the hardest part of it. All day, every day. And so that's a lot of the things that we'll go and be helping folks with. As usual, we've run out of time and we can keep going. You tell them they better not cut out the good part of this interview. But anyway, I just wanted to say I am so grateful for, Tammy, all that you do. I sincerely appreciate you. And I'm not afraid to say that a lot of the stuff we've been able to accomplish in this organization, we could not have done without the help from Tammy. And I'm saying that because it's true. So I just wanted to say how much I appreciate you. I thank you for all that you've done. And I just encourage you to keep up the good work, which means you got to keep up your good health. So is there anything you want to share with us before we get out of here? So people, that means no sleep. It's Saturday right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, you can sleep later. No, I just want to say, if there's something in you, just do it. I was just uh, talking with one of my friends yesterday, and she said, well, when I move into my new house, which will be a couple of months from now, that she's going to do something. I said, so you're going to wait to think when you move into your new house. She's like, I hate you. I said, but think about it. What are you doing at this present time that, you know, you cannot c- accomplish something. I told her, I'm a part of an organization where they do not do excuses. So in my life, if I want to start a diet on a Thursday, that's what I do. I started on a Thursday. I don't wait till Monday. That's so right. <laughs> that's what I have learned uh, being here. So if there's something that you want to do in life, stop saying uh, one day I'm going to. Spa's motto right. is welcome to one day. You do it that day. Tomorrow right. is not promised. And especially at the rate the world is going now, it's really not. Absolutely. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you so very much, guys. Please remember, uh, you can find us online at www.spausa.org or www.spatheater.org. The office number to the spa headquarters is 708-785-7371. That's 708-785-7371. Thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure. Tammy, keep up the great work. Love you. Love you too. Thank you.